Business Desk Today is the podcast for New Zealand business leaders. Your daily business briefing from the team at businessdesk.co.nz. Kia ora and welcome to Business Desk Today, the daily podcast bringing you our top stories for the day ahead. It's Friday the 23rd of June. I'm your host, Murray Jones. Later, we'll take a look at iconic campsites sold in Queenstown and how your KiwiSaver could help to see the next NZ tech success. But first, Fonterra is exploring a deal, similar to that of NZ Steel, to decarbonize its industrial heat processes with an enormous request in the market for electricity supply later this decade. Industry sources have told business desks that Fonterra has put out a request for proposals for a massive 1.3 terawatt hours of new electricity for delivery in 2026 or 2027. The request is understood to include a further 1.3 terawatt hours if the plan to switch coal and gas-fired milk dryers to electricity is a success. Fonterra may also be testing wholesale electricity prices on offer for the second half of the decade. The company mainly needs industrial heat for the processes of manufacturing milk powder, and in February it partnered with German industrial heat pump manufacturer Man Energy Solutions to replace non-renewable energy in raising steam. It has already begun using heat pumps for refrigeration, according to its 2022 sustainability report. That implies the potential not only for substantially reduced carbon emissions from Fonterra, one of the country's largest industrial emitters, but also much lower energy requirements and costs in the future. The cooperative is already committed to phasing out the use of coal by 2037 and is expected to be using coal at only six of its 29 processing sites by the end of this year. Up next, and it's been almost four years since the warehouse group launched The Market, an online shopping platform that cost $12 million to build. It took 14 months to get the e-commerce site online, and it was pitched as the warehouse group's answer to the potential threat of US giant Amazon storming into New Zealand's retail sector. It was also well ahead of other NZ retail sites that had to play e-commerce catch-up when the pandemic shut brick-and-mortar doors in 2020. As of this year, The Market has more than 4 million products available online and is described as the fastest growing e-commerce marketplace in New Zealand on its website. Brands that sell on the market are told they get access to about 4 million monthly visitors and exposure to 3 million customers from its parent group. But during the close to four years the platform has been active, the market still hasn't managed to turn a profit. In the group's latest half-year results in March, the market made a loss of $16 million in the six months to January 29th, an even more significant fall than the $12 million loss during the same period in 2022. The retailer also reported the market had 400,000 active customers, a 19.5% drop from the previous corresponding period. When asked by Business Desk when it expected the market to start making a profit, the retailer said it couldn't comment due to it being too close to its year end to provide an update on strategy or performance. But make sure you log on to businessdesk.co.nz to read Ella Summer's full story as she crunches the warehouse group's numbers. But now, a quick word from our sponsor. Welcome back. And Australian tourist park operator Hampshire Holiday Parks has emerged as the buyer for five iconic Central Otago and Queenstown holiday parks after garnering regulatory approval for the purchases of their management leases. Brent Melville reports that Hampshire, which owns a portfolio of about 30 tourist parks, 
as well as retirement villages throughout Australia, is set to take over existing leases at the Albert Town, Glen Bay Motor Camp, Wanaka Lakeview Holiday Park, Arrowtown Holiday Park and Queenstown Lakeview sites. The Overseas Investment Office made the decision to improve the investment on June 10th, following sign-off by the landowner, Queenstown Lakes District Council. Those leases were held by Queenstown company CCR under a 25-year agreement signed with the council in November 2014. CCR paid $3.2 million for the rights with an annual rental payment of $878,000 to run the five campgrounds. Queenstown Lakes District Council Property Director Quentin Howard said it was important to note the council will retain ownership of the land, which can only be used for campgrounds. Howard said, under the terms of the lease that expires in November 2043, CCR was permitted to assign the remaining time to another company, and the council didn't have any input on any new owner. The lease, however, would remain under the same terms, and the council will continue to have oversight of the pricing structure and would need to approve any capital investment, he said. And lastly, default KiwiSaver provider Booster is giving investors an entry into venture finance. Greg Hurrell reports that Booster Investment Management is seeding startups in areas like new battery technologies and carbon capture, and even better seeds for agriculture. The Booster Group currently manages $5.8 billion in KiwiSaver and investment funds. And at March 31st last year, Booster was the ninth-ranked KiwiSaver provider in terms of assets under management at $3.64 billion and sixth in membership numbers at 171,000. 2016 brought a name change from Grosvenor to Booster and also a change in direction for the fund manager. It has created three direct investment funds, one of which, the Booster Innovation Fund, allows retailers to dip a toe into the world of venture capital. That allows some of its KiwiSaver investors to gain exposure to startups right at the seed capital stage. The fund, which invests in early stage companies that are founded on intellectual property originating in New Zealand, which include Captivate Technology, which is working on a new method of carbon capture, and Tasmanian, which is developing aluminium iron technologies. Again, make sure to read Greg's article on our website for the full breakdown of this latest fund's direction. And finally, to the markets. A New Zealand share market edged down even as shares in transport fleet management software firm E-Road flew up by almost 60% following the company's announcement of a full takeover offer at $1.30 a share. The S&P NZX50 index edged down 37.2 points, or 0.3%, to 11,739.05. Turnover on the entire market was $119.4 million, and 41 stocks rose, while 84 fell. And I'll leave you with a taster of our daily Quizness Desk quiz. Who did Andrew Little succeed as leader of New Zealand's Labour Party? in 2014. Have a great Friday.